Huber in the morning. I love that jam. Life during wartime, or as we say here at 100.7 The Bay, life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. I have a phone. I have a watch. And you know what both of them say? What? It's time. It's time for Weird News with Huber on 100.7 The Bay. Well, it sure is. It is time for that weird news. N-Dub scours the planet. Didn't have to go very far for this one. No. The NFL Scouting Combine is a place for NFL hopefuls to show their speed, their strength, their skills, and occasionally their bunker conspiracy theories. First of all, the Scouting Combine, I always had heard of it. I didn't know much about it. Then ESPN started kind of showing it. Yeah, it's really only a step or two above Uncle Rico by the trailer trying to throw a football in front of a camera. It's, it's really not that far from that. I mean, it's really hard <laughs> to watch these guys in shorts and the and the tightest cutoff shirts <laughs> that they can find, kind of run in their underwear, and they can run fast, but like that's not real game speed it's, or real game anything. I know, and they're like, ooh, they'll put your hands up and bump your feet real fast. And stuff. Like, <laughs> I just picture I'm throwing football over the mountains. <laughs> just gives me that vibe every time I see it. Well. Physicality aside, Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens has a whole other reason he's getting some attention at the Combine. It's not because of his speed, his athleticism, his muscles. It's because he doesn't believe in space. Uh, huh? <laughs> what? That's right. Owen says he doesn't believe in, quote, other planets. And he said flat Earth theories are, quote, kind of interesting and, quote, make some valid points. Okay. All right. All right. It's unlikely uh, Owen's views on astronomy will keep him from the NFL, though, because he's expected to run one of the fastest 40 times at the Combine. You know, where's that line drawn? Right. Between taking somebody based just on their athleticism, but also wanting them to be some sort of a normal human being. What I don't like about this is I think he's a little ahead of the star he believes he's in his head. Like Aaron Rodgers can come out and make the conspiracy yeah, theories yeah, yeah. about COVID and stuff like that. The man's a two-time MVP right. and a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, it's a lot more forgivable. Right. Like, whether your claims are right or wrong, I understand that you've been treated like a god from NFL fans for about 10 years and your overflated ego lets you, you know. I think that that is a general um, thread across the NFL is that these guys... You got to think of what the percentage of people in the NFL versus the percentage of people that play football in the world are. I mean, they have been the absolute best person on their team from the time they were 10 years old until they were 21 years old. Yep. And then they go, you know what I mean? So there's not a lot of no saying to these cats. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of these guys didn't make it in school. Right. They were passed with you know, passable grades to move on and, you know. Because we got to bring a trophy home on Friday night. Right. So a lot of these guys have just never been told no because if they damage their fr- fragile <laughs> ego or whatever it is, then they ain't going to make 14 tackles on Friday night. 
and we need him to make 14 tackles on Friday night. I want that Dairy Queen pass That's right. Friday night after the game, after we beat State. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he doesn't believe in those blinking things up in the sky that he can see every night. But man, oh man, is he fast. Birds are actually flying speakers, you see. <laughs> and they're just recording all of our inner thoughts. Sure, Tyler, they sure are. Get out there on the grass and hit that other guy. Man, that guy runs fast. That's right. <laughs> and then they get around another group of this same person. I mean, then they're all alpha males. And then for the first time in their life, most likely, for the first time in their life, they're not the best person on the team. Yes. And they have to be like one day they can just open their locker and see like now you live in Cleveland you know what I mean like you go from being the number one most coddled person in any organization you're a part of to being just a pawn yeah in a huge organization where you are worthless percentage you pretty th- crazy yeah I mean you're going to get smacked in the mouth day one of training camp or rookie camp. Right. Because you're going to be around other alpha males that were all drafted and all hungry for a spot. Right. But if you had to put a percentage in your head of what you, percentage-wise, you think this is a work. Like, this is just him trying to get his name out there. It's not a bad idea because it, it's going to get him on the radar somewhere he might not have been on the radar. And then you get in the room with Coach Saban or whoever, and you'll be like, Dude, I know there's planets. I just needed to get, you know, get that spotlight shined on me for a right. second. It could be a work. If it is a work, I love the guy. I'd like to believe <laughs> this is about a 60% work. Right. That he's just working us. But there's a 40% chance this guy's like, I never went to astronomy class. I don't believe what is in the sky. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for that. I got to be honest. <laughs> this is an ongoing saga. An ongoing situation. Um... For about two and a half months now, the medicine that I take for ADHD has been just gonzo. I don't know how that happens, but it has happened. And I've heard from numerous folks in similar situations. So a lot of people are doing like I did and going back to a doctor and trying to say, hey, I can't get this stuff. And uh, can we do something else? It's just a constant um, back and forth. For a group of people who aren't good at doing that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like exacerbated by the fact that it's with people who aren't good at keeping schedules, keeping calendars, and keeping plans have to now do all this legwork that requires all those things to find a medicine that helps them be able to do all those things. Yes. It's a very vicious circle. Catch 22. If you think about it that way. So after two plus months if not longer, of dealing with this, I finally did all the things I needed to do. Saw the doctor, got a new prescription, got the prescription where it needed to be, and then was told by the pharmacy that there was an issue filling the prescription. And I was told to call the pharmacy. So I did just that. And I could tell that the person on the other end of the phone This was not the first time they've gotten a call like this, nor the second, nor the third, nor the 300th, nor the 3,000th. That this is a regular occurrence in their world, dealing with people like me who are going through this same problem. So I called and they said, I think you need a pre-authorization 
for this prescription. And I am dumb. I don't know what that means exactly. So I said to the person on the other line, and perhaps this came off a bit snippier than it was intended to. I said, hey, let me ask you this. Isn't the doctor writing the prescription them authorizing the prescription? I don't know how that works any other way. And the person calmly replied to me, I don't know, man. It has something to do with insurance. (laughs) As in like, you're right. I see your point, but I don't care. This is not my problem. It's your problem. Go ask your insurance company. Did we ever find out what that was? Oh, yeah. So I did just that. I did call the insurance company. And that person, it wasn't their third time hearing this, their 300th time hearing this, nor their 3,000th time hearing this. Because as soon as I started to explain the situation, I got the, yeah, I know what's going on here. I'll call who we need to call and get this taken care of, which was a refreshing phone call. But I could sense the frustration in that person's voice as well. Because apparently uh, the prescription was for a brand name. And they won't approve the brand name unless there's a reason you're asking for the brand name if there's a generic available. And I said, I don't care if it fell out of the back of a van. I just would like to take something so that I can remember the things I'm supposed to do every day. Oh, say, like the Friday morning blast off. Right. (laughs) So will you talk to these people ever again? Are these representatives that... Oh, you deal with all the time or oh, so you knew about this. I told you to remind me to bring this up. So yesterday the saga continues because now I got the call from the insurance company the night before last saying that it all been worked out. My prescription was approved. It was full and it was waiting for me at the pharmacy. Rejoice, right? I got that phone call. At 6.47 p.m. You know when the pharmacy closes? Seven. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? It's been almost three months. What's one more day? After work tomorrow, I'll swing by, which would have been today. Or which would have been yesterday, rather. I'll swing by and pick it up. You know what happened yesterday? The pharmacy was temporarily closed. And I don't mean the pharmacy, the entire building. For I have no idea why was closed. So Walgreens just didn't have rats. I have no idea why a Walgreens would just close. I hope they reopen at some point because now I have a full prescription sitting there waiting for me after three months. And they were just closed yesterday. So instead of riddling, <laughs> we're riddling out. I am... I am walling out like Nick Cannon right now. I have no idea what's going on in my life. It is just a strange blur every day. So, yeah, that's where we're at with this. But I felt bad because as I was saying, let me ask you this. When you start a phrase with that, you know you're about to say something flip. Yep. You don't ever say, let me ask you this. How can I help make your life better? Like those two phrases have never come back to back with each other. Let me ask you this. Always indicates that you're about to say something kind of sarcastic and kind of jerk facey. <laughs> so, so to wrap this up, <laughs> I'll ask you this. Uh-huh. Did you feel bad at all? Nope. No. Very little remorse. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> I would just like to take this time 
to say two things. It's time. <laughs> no, for real. Oh. That was really good, though. I'm going to steal that for later. Thank you. Uh, one is that it is 8.51 a.m. on this Friday morning, and it feels like it's 3 in the afternoon. I don't know how <laughs> or why. I feel like we've been here for six days today. Is this the leap year? What is? Yeah, up? maybe that's what it is. What is going on? The other thing I would like to say is as follows. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool. Just need to make myself believe it. If I see one more email lying, I'm going to vomit today. <laughs> uh, everything is awesome. It's awesome. Okay, here we go. So now, uh, end up found a story here. And a lot of people are, to, to, for my money anyway, putting a little bit more into the fact that it's a leap year than I think matters. Yes. Um, first of all, I think the whole practice is weird. We're positive that it takes four years to gain an extra day that we need to somehow throw into the calendar. I don't think any of it makes any sense to me, but okay. I mean, I read some stats where Christmas, if we didn't have any leap years, Christmas would have been in July last year. That's or, wild. Or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there was leap year deals at food establishments. We could have went ham yesterday. I just decided not to. I'm glad. I'm glad. But one of the things that we did come across was that you may have to deal with 543 unlucky events this year. And what strikes me about that number, first of all, is it's more than the amount of dates. So <laughs> we're talking sometimes doubling up uh, uh, in Dub- the same day. <laughs> yeah, so it's not all super tragic. Like, of course, car breaks down, I'm in the desert. They're just kind of like minor mishaps that may or may not happen to you. But apparently you're going to be averaging almost about two a day. Or one and a half. Do you consider yourself one of the one in five people that consider themselves to be unlucky? No. I consider myself pretty lucky, mainly because I don't put myself in any situations that I would be unlucky in. But then is that luck or is that controlling your own destiny? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was in the movie's Final Destination, I just put myself in the loony bin. They can't find me there. Right. In your padded room. (laughs) Uh, The average person will experience 543 unlucky events this year. That's just over 10 a week. But one in 10 think leap years are luckier than normal years. So maybe you'll have a few less in old 2024. I I don't know. I don't know where I fall in this. I don't know if I feel lucky or unlucky. Some days I feel marred down in an ooze that's almost just life-sucking. And some days I feel like a bounce across clouds. <laughs> and I don't know what the difference is. You know what I mean? I think um, this is just regular life. I but they're putting, putting a number on the mishaps that you would probably be like, man, this is a minor inconvenience. No, that's something bad that happened to you today. So there's a long list of things that make up these unlucky events, these 543 unlucky events. But end up decided instead of just reading down the list, we were going to compare some of the ones on the list in a good old, good old fashioned game of would you rather? Yes. So here we go. And I like this. Would you rather spill something on yourself or get caught in the rain with no umbrella. Um, I'm going to say, and this may give you some insight on how my brain works. Okay. I'm going to say get caught in the rain with no umbrella, and I'll tell you why. All right. Because if you spill something on yourself and you come at, you say it, you spill coffee on yourself at work, it's like now you just have to work with coffee on yourself. But if you get caught 
in the rain with no umbrella and you're soaked down to the core, it's like, dude, I'm soaked. I, I got to go home and change. And then you're going to get a little more time out of work. I'm thinking I'm taking all of this with a what's the advantage for me? Right. You know what I mean? And not, we wouldn't have not, it any other way. Not how bad is the disadvantage thing, but is there <laughs> is there a flip side to this that is a plus for me? And I think if it's pouring down rain and people here are like, oh, he's outside in that broadcast and he doesn't have an umbrella, he's probably soaked. I'm sure we won't see him later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? I would rather spill something on myself and than be you- caught in the rain because I assume, but do you like pina colada? <laughs> Sorry. I can't hear caught in the rain and not do that. Uh, I don't need an explanation. Let's move on. Right, there you go. Uh, here's another one. Would you rather lose something or hit every red light on the way home from work? I lose things daily. It's such a normal part of my life that it doesn't even phase me. So I would probably say lose something because as of right now, two weeks ago, I lost my AirPods. And then I found them and I had them for three days. And now I've lost them again. The broken ones or the good ones? The good ones. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Thank God WJC (laughs) doesn't need you in the morning. (laughs) Tell me about it. So I would say lose something, then hit every red light on the way home. I'm proud of you. I put that in there <laughs> with those two in mind, and I was hoping for honesty, and I got my honesty. Let's move on. You sure did. Final one in the round here. Would you rather fall down in public or step in dog caca? Man, oh, man. This is a tough one for me. This okay. is a really tough one because the stepping in dog poo depending on where it is an insane situation you got to wash it out but it's like not like i could take my shoe into the kitchen here in the sink in the break room and wash it out is it a bathroom situation am i going home i I don't know that would be pretty gross here right and then falling down in public for me anyway it's more than about just the embarrassment of falling down in front of my co-workers friends or family it's about the physical impact it would have on me for the rest of the day, potentially. I would rather step in dog poo, and here's why. Okay. I've done it many, many a times out on a disc golf course or right. just out in nature. It happens. It's gross. We laugh and move on. I have, I have a family member mm-hmm. that ate it bad in a sports bar, uh-huh. and I remember that probably every other week <laughs> because this person missed a step. Went just down, bit it. legs fully <laughs> up, but together, it was probably the most embarrassing moment that person will ever have with me, and I remember it every day. I could not imagine <laughs> having that story in somebody else's head. The public fall is never really a minimalistic fall. It's always an exaggerated fall, and I think that's because as you're falling, if you're by yourself, you may just concentrate on breaking the fall or whatever but in public you try to stop it you try to make it not happen and it usually leads to these exaggerated motions and stuff that end up calling more attention to the fall than if you just kind of leaned into it and tucked and rolled do you remember das beer hall last week of course it was you me your friend with the initials Uh having a business luncheon Uh uh-huh and how many times did i do the wobbly chair i'm going to eat it or And I apologize because I did it three or four times. Whatever reason, this particular chair at Das Beer Hall, because you guys never moved uh-huh. once, was just a little askew. And I did that. I'm losing my life. The over-exaggerated rebalance. <laughs> and I 
how you do it because you, it's like when you lean back in the office chair and it goes like a quarter inch further back than you think. You uh-huh. do that over-exaggerated like lunge for your desk. <laughs> like, oh, I'm about to go. Humor in the morning.